0: just encourage interns to do whatever they can, talk to directors, go to Q and A's, attend open houses, talk to current interns. So really investigate and narrow in on those programs that you're most interested in to make sure it's where you think you fit best.
1: You ever have so many questions and no one to ask, so they're just wasting away on Google searches you'll forget about in an hour or so. We had that same problem and that's why we created the RD to be podcast, a resource for dietetic and nutrition students looking for answers that their peers don't have. We have students Macy and Emily and registered dietitian Carl Barnes. We engage in conversations and learn from RDs. Join us weekly as we gain insight into the unique journeys of registered dietitians all over the country.
0: Hello, I'm Marcy Kane. So I am the Dietetic Internship Director and the MSPHRD Coordinator at for the Johns Hopkins Education Programs in Baltimore, Maryland. My background is fairly varied in the field of dietetics. So I've done a lot of different things. Um, started in food service, which I really enjoyed and moved into clinical, which I also enjoyed the um, typically you kind of find dietitians find their sort of camp and they enjoy, you know, food service or clinical or outpatient research, that sort of thing. But I really liked everything that I've been involved in. And then I was um, fortunate to move from a clinical position and I did sales for Abbott for several years And that was also a great time. I've actually enjoyed everything I've done Um, and stayed home for a little while and with kids came on back into the workforce and started back in clinical part-time and eventually was offered the position that I'm currently in. So I was um, so pleased to accept that because I had um, really always wanted to do that. I think my dietetic internship director at um, Brigham and Women's in Boston was a, a big influence and I really, really had a, a great time with her. So I had always thought about, um, you know, the desire to do that and to kind of pass on to future dietitians and dietetic interns. Great, well, thank you so much
1: for sitting down with us today. As always, I'm Emily, you already to be from University of Maryland College Park. So I know that um, Johns Hopkins offers two different, um, I guess, tracks, a master's of public health um, DI route, as well as a DI route. So besides for the obvious, one having a master's and one not, Mm -hmm. what are some of the big differences between the two programs? Maybe application
0: requirements, time length, number of applicants you receive each year? Okay, so we do have our uh, freestanding dietetic internship, and that does have a clinical emphasis. It's about 41, it is 41 weeks long, starts early August and ends mid-May, and typically we have six to eight interns in that program. And our other program is a coordinated master's program, so an MSPH program with the Johns Hopkins School of Public Health. So that has a public health emphasis, it's a, um, in total, a 19-month Lawn program, the supervised practice training is for about 38 weeks. And that does the master's program follows the Johns Hopkins School of Public Health academic school calendar, where the courses start in August of year one. The students complete their courses in June or the end of May and start um, just a week later with their supervised practice portion on the health system side. And for that program, we typically take the same number about six to eight.
1: Awesome. So do you have, is there like any, I, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, like if someone doesn't go into the master's DI, do they have the, um, the ability to go straight into the DI or are they two totally separate
0: applications that they don't overlap at all? two totally separate applications and they don't overlap. So the application for the DI is through um, DICAS and D&D digital and the matching. And the application for the master's program is like a um, college graduate level application to the school. So they apply to the school, everybody in the MSPH program at um, the School of Public Health completes uh, what they call a practicum. As part of their MSPH program, so they don't do um, they don't do thesis, but they have a capstone. So the dietitian portion, the supervised practice portion, is one capstone. So when they apply to the School of Public Health, they indicate that they're interested in the dietitian track. Great. So
1: given that Johns Hopkins is pretty prestigious, it's well known across the country, would you consider your application process to be a little bit more competitive and rigorous than other DIs,
0: or do you think that's just a common misconception? I think it depends on who you're comparing us to. (laughs) So if you're looking at other um, highly competitive internships, we'd be very similar, but I, I think, you know, internships are tiered in terms of their percent of uh, admitted straight, just like colleges are. The, um, and so it is competitive, but we do fill every year. So people are, people are getting in. Um, our applicants tend to be uh, well-rounded, have experiences in food and or nutrition. So it doesn't need to exclusively be clinical. Um, they're active in clubs, sports, um, organizations and really have the, um, the desire and the ability to work hard. And they are overall academically strong, but we really are looking for the, um, sort of the whole package for the person and not just those applicants who have the, um, you know, the highest GPAs, but really don't have anything else to bring along with it.
1: Of course. So how many people typically apply to your program?
0: typically 60 to 70 for um actually both programs um, each okay and
1: then you accept I think you said six to eight for each
0: yeah so it's a little um selective it's a little selective (laughs) so with you know I I know don't look at the percentage (laughs) look at what pro what internships you want to apply to definitely um in try to do your best to determine if you're qualified. And I really think um, just like you know, people do with a lot of the college applications, you have your reach, you have your probably pretty good to get in there and you have some that are your safety schools. Most definitely. So what is your exam pass rate for students? Um, 100% for both programs.
1: Wow, after a, like
0: first year, first attempt or within a year? First attempt.
1: So we um
0: we, as I say collectively, because I had to have the the wonderful fortune of just coordinate, you know, coordinating the programs, but the preceptors are awesome teachers. Um so people are ready, and I do say, you know, to our to really anyone you, we're gonna prepare you to take the exam partially, but you still have to study because there's always um certain things that are sort of just random that haven't come up during the training program. So you need a nice, strong training foundation and then you study and then um, voila, take the exam. Most definitely, sorry.
1: Um, so how do you so I know you said that your preceptors are phenomenal, but students also have to study on their own. So what things do you try to do like resource wise to ensure that your students pass the exam?
0: So then, um, some of the very specific things are we um, actually you take a exam within orientation. So it's a um, it's a um, study exam that we made, sort of similar to the RD exam. So that gives you a benchmark as to where where you are. You take one. Cl- we separate it. Um, so you take a clinical and a food service and management. Um, pre-tests we call them and then you do get a um have the ability to take a midterm so we set it up similar to the rd exam electronic um you just keep going forward and then you end up with your score and then you also take a final we have a couple um jeopardy rd study exam jeopardy games that we play for the last couple um class days so we also have that and then we um have some copies of the Inman guide that people use to study. But mostly what we do is hopefully give them good training during their uh, 41 weeks or 38 weeks to lay that nice foundation. So when they go to study, they're just kind of adding on top of that. Most definitely.
1: So there are a good number of big programs in like the Baltimore, Washington, DC area. You have University of Maryland, University of Maryland Medical Center, NIH. Um, programs like that, how do you, what do you think sets your um, internship apart from the five other programs that are in the state of Maryland?
0: So first of all, we are, um, we're a really strong and supportive um, director group. So we're very collaborative. We help each other out. We ask each other questions. We actually have um, ongoing meetings throughout the year for the group. So we really collaborate together and um, it's a great group of people involved in the education programs. And the, each and every program is completely unique. The, um, I'd say the most ones that are similar in terms of clinical work are um, NIH and University of Maryland Medical Center, probably are most similar to ours in, in terms of the clinical emphasis. But something, a couple of things that do set us apart is um, we are super fortunate to be part of the large Hopkins system in the mission statement for Johns Hopkins Medicine, the overarching medicine is um, education and training. And we really are committed to that. Uh, there's trainees and really every single discipline you can think about. So it's a nice training environment where we're lucky to have a large academic medical center. Um, Johns Hopkins Bayview is a medium academic medical center. And then we have several community hospitals and we are able to provide all the rotations. So you don't have to search for rotations. So that's a little bit um, different or search for sites. The, um, there are two exceptions and you want to be looking for those cause it's electives for the dietetic interns. So they're self-selected and then a um, culminating public health rotation for the master's program where they can self-select. Sorry, so neither. we- uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, after you. That's a, um, I was just gonna say, we also have a lot of specialties. Um, and again, our, I always um, you know, give kudos to our incredible preceptors. So it's also nice with the two programs because they kind of blend into one. So there ends up about 14 trainees each and every year. So there's a nice peer support group too.
1: Most definitely. So you guys are located in Baltimore. Do you guys have any of your students go down to the DC area at Sibley or is it strictly at Bayview?
0: It's mostly, um, most of the clinical are gonna be, are completed at Johns Hopkins Hospital and Johns Hopkins Bayview. And then we have, um, the interns have one rotation at Howard County for a week, community clinical. And then we have some management rotations where they um, go down to um, D.C. Great. So what does your application process look like? Do you guys have an interview? Do you? We we do. We interview everybody uh, for both. Every, we vet through the applications. We don't interview everybody. We vet through the applications. Make sure I correct myself on that. And then we um, determine who we're going to interview. So unfortunately, once interview season comes, if you're not in our, you don't receive a, um, an invitation to interview, you're no longer an applicant in our pool for that year. Um, and then we interview their number, about half of um, the applicants. So we really try to make sure that, and find our um, best fit. And we really encourage the applicants to do that as well. The um, You know, we talked about all the local the local Baltimore, Washington programs, and they're all so different and have a different kind of feel about them. Um, and some people, you know, will come to open houses and or talk to directors, talk to current interns, and they'll decide that's actually not the kind of internship I want. And then sometimes people will feel like that's exactly the kind of internship I want. So it's really um, incumbent on the applicants to really investigate as many programs as they can. For the, and again, for the application for the master's, they do apply directly to the School of Public Health, not um, DICAS and D&D. Great,
1: so I know that you mentioned that you probably look at about 70 applicants, you interview about 70 people. Um, So what kind of things are you looking for in the interview that would set a student apart?
0: We're looking for well-rounded, which is you know kind of subjective. So what do we mean when we say well-rounded? So we're looking for people who have, again, experiences in nutrition. It doesn't have to be clinical. So nutrition and food, um, the service indis- industry with food is great. Um, we do like people who are solid academically. The, um, and we have a 3.0 GPA cutoff to apply. Um, people who are able to handle a busy schedule. So uh, both of our programs, you're going to have your rotations, and then I always talk about sort of um, you have this undercurrent of projects that also occurs concurrently throughout the entire year. So we do need somebody who can handle handle a busy schedule. So if you've only gone to school and you you've done awesome and gotten a three nine four O, but not if you're not involved in anything else, um, you're probably going to struggle in our type of internship. But if you've gone to school, you've got a solid GPA. You've also been in clubs, some sports, you've worked. Um, That sort of person tends to do a little bit better. So we try to also determine um, how flexible are you? What is your uh, work ethic effort like? and do we think you just be a good person to to be on our team which is pretty um subjective but also the reason for the interview is for you to determine do i want to work with those people for 41 weeks or 38 weeks so it really is a um it, it is an interview and it feels like an interview but i really like it to be sort of a um get to know you time so i do like the interviews to be a little more conversational than um just rattling questions at somebody of course i'm
1: sure because i know student because that's one of the big things that i am inter- i'm interested in interviewing with potential di directors but i'm like it might it's going to be so scary and terrifying but it's good to hear that directors don't want it to be they want it to be we- con- conversational and fluid and right. relaxing yes so what benefits do you think your program has being clinically focused but for one track, having a master's in public health,
0: the um, it should draw people with different interests. So people who are interested in clinical, the um, the master's program does get a lot of clinical. So they um, have all the same core clinical, the cardiology and surgery and medicine, um, nutrition support, actually. A pediatric, so they get a lot of clinical, but they also get some additional um, community added. Um, they have a research rotation. They um, have some rotations with Baltimore City Public Schools. So a couple additional rotations, whereas the um, interns get additional clinical rotations. Like on our burn, burn unit, um, they get an additional ICU with the medical ICU. So there's um, benefits to both. And usually people aren't drawn to both programs. We typically do not get people applying to both.
1: So what are some things that you wish prospective interns knew before applying to your program um, or just uh, like before they step foot on campus for the first day?
0: Um, Hard to answer because it depends on the person. So I would have a custom Little advice for each person, but overall, um, keep working hard once you apply because we do look at the, um, you know, that spring transcript, the grades, and you're going to gain a lot from those um, courses that you have spring semester, senior year, but keep working hard. Um, I really like for our interns coming into our program to take some time off in the summer. So try to get your batteries charged um, the best you can. I know as people travel or work or trying to get you know um, um, another type of internship in or something like that, but um, it's really important to be fresh and ready ready to go when you start. That's great advice. So what are, I guess my last question
1: is what are some key things you wanna highlight about your program that you cannot find on your website?
0: Um, (laughs) I know it's going to sound corny, but the enthusiasm we have for um, really guiding, mentoring, watching our interns and students come in, not really know what's going on, and then grow into peer professionals. It's so awesome. Um, And then we do have such a strong program and we have a lot of, um, we're fortunate to have all the Hopkins resources in terms of facilities and preceptors, uh, we want people to know we um, we are going to expect you to work hard. So it's one of the things I, I do say, if you're not up for a lot of hard work, then this isn't the program for you. But if you are interested in hard work, come on in. Um, you're gonna work hard, but you're also gonna see all of us working hard. But most of the thing really just find your, um, your best fit. We're gonna try to find our best fit. I think all the... Um, The local directors try to find their best fit for their program, but I would really um, just encourage interns to do whatever they can. Talk to directors, go to Q&As, attend open houses, talk to current interns. So really investigate and narrow in on those programs that you're most interested in to make sure it's where you think you fit best.
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us today and inform us about Uh, the Johns Hopkins internship.
0: Okay. Thank you, Emily.
1: Have a great day. You as well.